everybody welcome back to the writer's block it is i your wonderful host potential savior matt Wright. uh thank you all for tuning in uh i definitely appreciate it every week that you guys tune in to watch me here on the writer's block a muddied waters media presentation first and foremost i have to thank the fantastic people the wonderful people the kind people <laughs> the kind people at SiestaCava.com for the cava that I am drinking on today's episode. SiestaCava.com. If you are one of the few people out there who have not tried the Libertarian Kool-Aid, go to SiestaCava.com to order your cava today. Uh, to you, to all of you watching, and to the fine people at SiestaCava, Bulavanaka. Uh, this show is brought to you by personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. He is the finest attorney, personal injury attorney, the finest personal injury attorney in the Florida region of the United States. If you find yourself personally injured whilst in the Florida region of the United States, you need to find that smiling face right there, and he will get you just so much money. He will get you so much money. He is the greatest attorney in, in the entire multiverse. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by the, uh, not the Muddied Waters Waffle House Caucus, the Libertarian Party Waffle House Caucus. If you want to become a voting member of the, of the fastest growing waffle-related caucus in the multiverse, all you have to do is go to muddiedwatersmedia.com slash store and pick up a button, a Waffle House button. Uh, and if you want to be a voting member, just pick up a T-shirt. Also at muddiedwatersmedia.com slash store. This episode is brought to you by Black Organic Coffee. The greatest organic cold-brewed coffee to ever be horrifically misspelled. If you want to try out some of the best coffee on the market... All you have to do is go to blackbrews.com. That's spelled B-L-V-C-K-Brews.com because nothing matters. Uh, use checkout code MW for free shipping. If you are one of the many who are trying to kick the coffee habit, uh, all you need to do is go to muddiedwatermedia.com slash mud and try out mud water. It's a fantastic coffee alternative that tastes not bad if you put honey in it. Uh, and it's got masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and that is it. 
that is it. Uh, I have it. I've been drinking it kind of regularly, and it's it's pretty fantastic, the uh, effects that you get from it. So uh, muddiedwatersmedia.com slash mud, and you can make the switch today. This episode is also brought to you by the Gravy King. Not ironically at all, this episode is brought to you by Nug of Knowledge, the greatest CBD uh, product on the market. Uh, Nug of Knowledge does a lot of great work fighting the war on drugs and helping out uh, veterans who need help in the CBD department. Um, especially that green one, from what I hear. Apparently that green one's just weed. Uh, so if you're in certain states, you may not want to buy it, or you may want to buy it if you're in certain states, because you can get it shipped right to your house. Um, this episode is also brought to you by... The Royal Green, and they say that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but if I were to see these covers in a bookstore, I would know I'm in the wrong section. I would know I'm absolutely in the wrong section of the bookstore because this does not look like something I would want to read. However, if you take a look at these things um, and know that they are written by fellow libertarian and author Jack Casey... You can see that, you know, one, it's got like a ring with some, with an emerald and some uh, smoke coming out of it. And I think like there's maybe a Jesus fish in there. And um, I'm not really sure what any of this means. And uh, the other one, uh, it looks like there's a butterfly with a woman staring out of it. But also there's a knife or a sword with potentially a snake I don't know. Um, not sure what any of this means, but the point is this book series, it's either going to be the best thing you've ever read or the worst thing you've ever read. And there is absolutely no in between. Uh, so you're either going to hate how much you love it or love how much you hate it. We don't know, but you'll know. And then you can let us know. And we will uh, report back on that. The author, Jack Casey claims that it's like if game of Thrones, Dune, Ender's game, final fantasy, Hamlet V for vendetta, Phantom of the opera, and a bunch of other stories came together and had a few strange, but, beautiful rectangular shaped babies and all you need to do is visit theroyalgreen.com today to learn more and adopt some of these rectangular shaped babies rectangular shaped babies everybody uh we call them books uh this episode is also brought to you by joe soloski he is the key to pennsylvania's success vote for joe soloski for governor um if you live in the pennsylvania region of the united states he is the key to the success of the i think it's a, it's a state my next guest will know uh i think it's a state not a commonwealth um so thank you to all of those people. To them, I say Bula Vinaka as well, because I have not had enough kava today. So my next guest is a personal favorite of mine. He showed up on the muddied waters of freedom uh, for a 15-minute segment that lasted two and a half hours. Uh, he is currently running to be the mayor of the 249th largest city in Pennsylvania, uh, East Stroudsburg. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome with me, Mr. Joel Getz. Joel, thank you for coming on. It's good to be here. And uh, first, I'll just let you know that, yes, it is, in fact, a commonwealth. Um, okay, I, I was like, it's a commonwealth. It's not a state. It's a, like it is, it is a commonwealth. Um, also, um, I am just so tired of, of Joe Salaski being everywhere I am. Um, uh, just everywhere I go, I can't. He's just, he's just there. I think he's following me. I think he's trying to ride my coattails to success, to be honest. Um, well, that makes I'm sense. Not sure. But. Since you're doing his social media. Uh, well, yeah, that's fair. Um, also, based on hearing you describe those books, I really want like a, a, uh, an endorsement from you to put on the website. So, so you'd be like, yeah, I mean, he's not like the worst person I ever met. Like, I don't, he might be good or he might be a scumbag. I don't know. <laughs> what, what's funny is one, the author uh, says that I'm incredible and thank you. And two, he writes those scripts. So. <laughs> <laughs> I play with them a little bit, but he, I'm like, all right, whatever you want, Jack, you're paying. I don't care. Then I want, then I want him to write my endorsement. And right. um, just so you know, I, I'm keeping an eye on these comments because I don't trust any of my friends. Um, <clears throat> and uh, to, to Bonnie, who said, Joel gets, why is your beard so unkempt? 
I say, why is yours? I saw that somebody, uh, Patricia uh, Berthod, wants to know Star Wars or Star Trek, and there's only one right answer to continue this show. Well, well what do you want? Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars or Star Trek? Um, well, I, I'm not sure if I could pick one because I'm into I'm into dating. But if I had to pick <laughs> one, I'd say I'd say Star Wars. That's the right answer to continue on the show. Good job. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I, I understand the uh, if you want to continue dating thing. Um, I spent most of my although I, I although I am the nerd who asked if that was a you a did Harry Potter yeah, you did ask I, if this I was apparently Harry. don't know what Harvard is. Uh, yeah, before the show, we're sitting there and he goes, is that a muddied waters Harry Potter shirt? And I was like, no, that's Harvard. I took the Harvard logo and I put uh, the muddied waters stuff in it. I had somebody. So this one, yeah, this one, I, I had this showing at work the other day. And this girl that I work with said, is that George Washington on your arm? no. That's Ben Franklin. And I was just like, you went to public school in Florida, didn't you? And, <laughs> and she just started, she's you, like, you should have just made her feel really bad and be like, that's my grandmother. <laughs> like, just watch her just turn around and freaking leave. Like, for anybody who's listening, I have a tattoo of Thomas Jefferson on my right bicep. And yeah, that's who she was questioning on whether or not it was. Um, George Washington or Ben Franklin. And then she went to Andrew Jackson and I was like, wow, you are just all over the map. Aren't you? You don't, you, you, you should have just went, you just should have just stood there and stared her dead in the eyes until she got to Jefferson. Just no blinking, make no comment. Just stare her dead in the eyes. Like a, like a serial killer and be like, or then at the very end, be like, it's Jefferson. And then just turn around and, and turn around and walk away. I was shadowing her all day for a training that I'm doing. So I was like, I can't just leave. Well, I mean, just, you know, quit your job. It's not, it's not important. Like Bonnie wants to know why Abraham Lincoln is on this live stream. Well, tell Bonnie that she, well, look, okay, Matt, here's the deal. Well, here's the deal, Jack. Um, Bonnie's the one that where where the the turkey bacon joke comes from, okay? Because she likes turkey bacon. So quite frankly, I why would I respect her opinion? That's a, actually that's a valid point. Yeah, and that's that that leads me to the other thing. I'm I'm glad Spike's not here because uh, you know he's just too soft on the turkey bacon issue. And as a real libertarian, you can't go, oh, it's a victimless crime, man. No. You either say you like it and you're a dirty communist, <laughs> or it's awful to go to jail for it. And uh, he's just he's too soft on bacon, I think. Right. And uh, that's my main. Other than that, he's great. Usually. I mean, um, that sounds like a Taliban communist off. to me. Hey, look, I. He started going downhill with me when he couldn't get his his uh, his thing up and running. You know, the, uh, the the software up and running that first time we tried this. So. Uh, At first I was like, are you in Spike's bedroom? How do you know if he can't get his thing up and running? Like, that's... I, I mean, hey, campaigns aren't cheap, dude, and I I need money. You, know? <laughs> you got to pay for a campaign somehow. I get it. I get hey, it. signs ain't cheap, bud, you know? Yeah. A hand job is still a job. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Hi to all my friends and parents. <laughs> How did anybody think that's that right? Anybody who's thinking about voting for Joel Getz for mayor of East Stroudsburg, remember, he did not say that joke. He, he also did not disagree with that joke. <laughs> so it is what it is. You know, what you get behind the Waffle House at two o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon is, you know, it's money. Um, it's not a lot of money, but it's money. Um <laughs> Uh, so, uh, the way I normally like to start shows instead of making prostitution jokes, um, <laughs> is asking my guest, um, how, uh, how is it you found that you became a libertarian? Was it a big aha moment or were you always one or did you kind of grow into it after uh, a life of being either a neocon or a neolib? <laughs> yeah, I, uh. Right around the time I started to even bother paying attention to uh, to politics was 
maybe a year or two before 2012 and, and Ron Paul kind of took off that year. But I was just, I was just some clueless guy. For some reason, I like Mike Huckabee for like a few months, and I don't know where that came from. And like, that just makes me sad to think about. But I will say that from the very get-go, I wanted to punch Rick Santorum dead in the mouth. And uh, I stand by that. Um, if he ever, if he's watching this, time and place, anytime, anywhere, let's go. But um, so then Ron Paul came onto the scene, and you know, I looked into him. I let me the Libertarian Party, and that's kind of I was like, yeah, I uh, I like the idea of being left alone. That's awesome. And uh, fast forward a few years, I started, you know, posting memes. Uh, as a volunteer for the Jorgensen campaign and uh, met my county affiliate chair. And now I'm the chair. I, I don't know. I'm the, I'm the state caucus coordinator. I'm on a, several different campaigns. I'm running for mayor. And I, I just wanted to post memes. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know. what I just don't know what happened. I've lost control of my life. Really. You know, that's pretty much it. I, <laughs> Patricia uh, Berthad says, who admits to liking Mike Huckabee? Delete that from the video on demand. Um, and I, yeah. you don't hear of a lot of libertarians who got started through Mike Huckabee. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened there, to be honest you, with you. I've made some bad choices. You, you took know, a different route. You took a different route there. It's, you know, I get it. But hey, it could be worse. I haven't killed anyone and I don't eat turkey bacon. So. Right. Right, and if you ate turkey bacon, I just wouldn't be able to support your campaign at all. Um, right. You know, if I killed somebody, you'd be like, well, did they deserve it? But turkey bacon's inexcusable. So, Jimmy Lee says, from meme wars to mayor. Um, but yeah, so, you know, that's how you actually win the meme wars, by winning uh, an election. Uh, but, uh, so... You said that you start out in the meme wars, um, and then you became the Monroe County Libertarian Affiliate Chair. Yeah. So you um, me- you memed your way to chairship, to chairpersonship. Yeah, I'm trying to tell myself I memed my way into good things. I mean, I've mostly memed my way into more and more work, which I, I don't know. So I guess they're they're fire memes, you know. But um, I yeah, I, I, I like to say I. Like you said, you know, you, that's how you win a meme war is you win a campaign. I'm also hoping that's how you win a campaign is through meme war. Right. Um, that would be helpful. I mean, but, that's how Donald Trump kind of won the first one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, the, the, I, the Reddit boys and the 4chan boys ended up memeing him into a presidency. I don't think my words are good enough and huge enough. Uh, to you know, to be a Donald Trump, I don't think I know all of the best words, but um, I know a handful. So I think I might be able to get there. Um, I don't really know where I would build a wall, but if people want to build one somewhere, I don't really give a damn. I mean, maybe around Stroudsburg. If I'm gonna build, if I'm gonna build a wall, it's gonna be on my house, because um, I feel like that's an appropriate place to put one. <clears throat> But at least it's not to keep, like, Mexicans out. It's to keep everyone out because screw them all. Right. Because I don't want you in my house. So so uh, you started being the social media director for uh, the name that shall not be named on this episode uh, because he beats you to every... <laughs> it's already been mentioned. For Joe Soloski, uh for governor. Uh, and also for Steve Sheets for U.S. Senate, who has not been on any Muddied Waters media shows, I believe. Well, that's... That's because I tell Steve he's not a real libertarian, but um, but you should have him on. He's a fun guy to talk to. Yeah, you can you can pretty much ask him a question and probably fill the hour. Nice. Um, he's got the he's got the gift of gab, um, but he's he's one of those guys where like it's not like he just runs on and you're like, oh my god, maybe my power just will go out. He's at least interesting, and you know, and you learn something. That's you know, so that's the good news. Right. Oh, and fun fact about. Fun fact about Bonnie, she's actually Steve's campaign manager, too, so. Which I don't. You can't ride in my car until you eat a pound of turkey bacon. Is there any way to block her from watching this? Like, just, I mean, there is, but she watches all of our stu- all of our shows, so I'm not going to block her from just this one. Like, I would forget, and then later she'd be like, Muddy Waters Media doesn't want me to watch their stuff anymore. 
because I talk about turkey bacon. Yeah, but that would be, be fun for me, though. I'd be like, I got someone kicked off of <laughs> Uh, so let's talk about, let's talk a little bit about your campaign. Um, you have quite possibly the greatest idea ever. Literally. I have a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going through your website today and, uh, you want to, it, it said you wanted to get rid of, uh, parking, uh, paid parking on Saturdays in order to, in order to, uh, increase business, uh, downtown of East Stroudsburg, which I imagine is like two blocks. Um, but you said you wanted to replace the parking meters with gumball machines. And I really feel as though this is just a much better plan for raising money than anything else. Really? That's what I'm saying. You know, if if it's a parking meter, you're going to put in the bare minimum, but if it's a gumball machine, you're going to put in extras, get some gumballs. You might, might want you know wrap one in a little napkin, throw it in your pocket, save it for later. You know, the kids, the kids need gumballs. Otherwise, they won't shut the hell up. So you got to throw some extra quarters in there. Right. This is a money making idea, and uh, you know, and it's and it's not it's not stealing like it's like taxation. You're getting gumballs. You know, this is a this is a good idea. It's a it's a pragmatic idea. I'd like to think. You know? it, but uh, that's. And uh, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, man, even if you're parked there, you go out, you grab a couple of gumballs, give them to the kids. And then anybody walking by, they were like, oh, well, I need a gumball. And they're filling up ones that people aren't even parked at. Uh, Brilliant idea. I'm 100% for this. I think all parking meters and not just gumballs like you could do M&Ms. Yeah, well, you know, handing out candy to kids is how we've been doing a lot of campaigning. You know, we just go, we drive around and ask kids if they want any candy. Um, You know, it's... uh, really gets people's attention that's for sure um a lot of fun interactions with the police that way too um Stephen andrew witt says teeth inspection afterwards so you can like bring in the uh, vermin supreme mandatory toothbrush if he wants to be my deputy mayor i, I would i would consider it we'd have to vet him of course you know <laughs> find out about him a little bit but uh I don't see why we couldn't do that. I, I'm, I, when, once I'm mayor, I'm going to be wearing a top hat 24-7, so I think that would go well with the... Uh, oh, I... With the, I, I yeah, there, I was just on top of the headphones. I, I don't care. <laughs> I, appre- I appreciate the height of that top hat. I get that a lot. The the top hat that uh, the Gravy King, Matt Hicks, wears, it, it's, it's a glorified... Uh, uh, what's that hat called? The, the 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 it's not the bowler, it's the other one. Oh uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm not gonna think of it, but I know what you mean. Right. Um, I can't well, think of it either. Matt Hicks just needs to get a real top hat. Um, I've I've met Matt too, and you know, it, at least I think he's taken a strong stance on the you know what uh subject of fake bacon. So I do appreciate that about him. Um. That, that and I, I told you guys a story about how I got like him and Spike to just scream at my ex-girlfriend from across the street. Yes, <laughs> that's right. When uh, when they were there in what's it? Was that in Scranton? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Right. Yeah. When when Spike was in Scranton on the campaign, you were there, and they were. Didn't you? You guys got like kicked out of a mall. Yeah, yep, we got kicked out of the mall that had an aquarium and a DeLorean in it. Okay. Um, <laughs> of all the yeah. malls to get kicked out of, like, that does not sound like one I would want to get kicked out of. That's, that would be like getting kicked out of Mall of America. Just as you're about Honestly, to get on the like, roller coaster. The only disappointing part was that it was so damn hot outside. And, uh, you know, Spike was obviously in a suit, and I'm just you know, overweight and Italian. So we were really very much enjoying the air conditioning in there. I don't even think we got that many signatures, but we were like, we we're going to probably die outside. So we need to do this. (laughs) Bonnie just pointed out. Yes. Spike asked a shirtless man having a beer in front of the courthouse. If he was registered to vote, that did happen. Um, I tried, 
I tried to convince Spike to use campaign funds to get all of us a tall boy beer and hang out with the guy, but he didn't want to because you know, it was shady or something. I'm like, okay, well, that's... right, yeah, the campaign finance laws. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're allowed I mean, to buy those things. Well, I mean, we're, we're campaigning, you know. If you're campaigning while you do it, I think it's you know legal as long as you don't check or ask, you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> So another thing that you wanted to do, and I'm actually kind of curious on how you want to do this, um, the voluntary yard work program that you have uh, pitched, uh, I agree that you should not be able to fine or cite people for uh, leaving their sidewalks unshoveled or their lawns too long until uh, there is some program installed that makes it so people who can't do these things can have it done. Um, but in it, in your description of it, you said this would be people, uh, who are out of work, people who uh, can't find other jobs, who are young, whatever, um, a way for them to voluntarily go around and do these things and receive money. How would they receive the money? Um, magic through okay. Bitcoin, probably through Bitcoin. Um, and I'm not, uh, the, the, the tech part of it, I, I'm not that smart, but I know people who are. I figure if we can set it up through the borough website or through an app um, where you could pretty much match with the people who need the work done, you got to be able to add a payment feature on there somehow. I mean, I got, you know, I got how many different apps on my phone where I can get a sack of cheeseburgers delivered to my front door. Hey, we could probably figure out a way to get people paid person to person or whatever. Or, you know, we could link PayPal, Venmo, this, that, and the other thing to it. Or like it's ideally Bitcoin because uh, or Dogecoin, Dogecoin would be better. Dogecoin straight to the moon, baby. <laughs> Got to have those diamond hands. <sighs> caught caught up with Takashi Six Nine. I did not think Takashi Six Nine would come up in any of my interviews. Yet here we are. <laughs> yeah, and you know, but, uh, you probably never Matt thought hand jobs were going to be talked about in any of your interviews either. But you know, you never Honestly, know what's going to happen. I would have guessed that before Takashi Six Nine. Um, I don't know why, but that was, that one didn't seem as outrageous to me. But <laughs> so we've had so we've had a ton of guests uh, on Muddy Waters Media in between Spike's show, my show, and uh, the one that we do together. Um, were you the one that was saying people were having their businesses shut, or they had to get permits to hang up flags? Hmm. The um. I don't know about the flags, but I I was I do talk about um, you know permits and stuff and that like yard sale permits and um, permits for like sidewalk sales and permits for any number of different things and I just think it's all a bunch of BS. I mean, you pay how much in rent or how much in you know, a mortgage? It's your property. I don't. If you want to have a yard sale and sell your junk to other people, I don't care. Like, right. let's do it. And the business like. The business wants to have a sidewalk sale that's going to increase their revenue, which, by the way, the state and the borough and all that, they're, they're going to they benefit from the stealing of that revenue anyway. But why are you making it harder for them to make the money that you want to take from them? You're just being stupid. If you're going to steal from people, at least be smart about it. You're not even, you're not even trying. Yeah, and you see that a lot, especially in the local governments where, like, state Florida – although many will argue Florida is the freest state in the nation. Um, but uh, I believe, I don't know this number exactly anymore. I used to, but I think it's something like 91% of jobs in Florida require some sort of license or a permit. <laughs> um, and whether, you know, that's waiting table, waiting tables, real estate, uh, being a doctor for some reason. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> But 91% of all jobs, and I feel as though they've really missed the mark on how many jobs need licenses. Um, I feel as though that number is much, much lower than 91%, maybe two. Yeah, like, you know, maybe if I'm going to have, like, open-heart surgery, I'd feel pretty good about my doctor having some licenses and certifications. But, like, I don't really give a shit if, like, the corner store I go to has a license to sell me beer because... I'm trying to drink beer, and I don't give a damn if the state got their money from. In fact, if I know a store doesn't have a license, I'll probably go there first because right. <laughs> screw the state. But um, yeah, and plus they're going to get it through the uh, through through the sales tax anyway. 
And Florida, granted, we are blessed with no income tax, um, which is fantastic, but we have that other thing right in the middle of the state, that Disney place that brings in like $700 million in taxes from people coming in. Um, so Not bad. Yeah. So, it, of course, we don't need to pay an income oh. tax. So, so since you don't have a you know a, you know an income tax, you should definitely buy some uh, virtual raffle tickets to I don't know like if there happened to be some like cool ass dude with a sweet beard and a purple paisley jacket who's like raffling off some cool for his campaign, you know that might be a good idea. That you know that how much are raffled? Hang on, let's let's talk more about that before we just before I agree to buy a bunch. Um, so you are raffling off an AR-15 uh, NM competition. Upper. upper. Yes, just the upper, which is right. not I was just going to read the fire. entire... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, that, that's written by our, our uh, weapons expert uh, locally here, and most of it I know what it means, but some of it I'm just like, I, I don't even know how half of this means. I just know it's really, really good. Um. So, yeah, an AR-15 national match competition style upper. Uh, It's a uh, .556 caliber upper, flat top upper with removable handle that has a quarter MOA hooded NM rear sight, a Krieger 1-7 twist NM barrel. I don't know what any of this means. Um, It, 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 It shoots real good. It shoots real good. Uh, it meets yeah. the CMP civilian marksmanship program. I feel as though that's redundant. Uh, will fit on most M16, M4, AR15 lowers. Uh, will function using an M4 trigger. Free floating handguards with full length Picatinny rails and made to use iron sights or with a scope user's preference. And if you want to enter the raffle, it is $20. $20. $20 for a raffle ticket goes to you. $20 per ticket, man. It's cheap. You know, that's a, that's a high quality. I, I held that upper and it's, it's heavier, just the upper than um, any AR 15. I used to own before a boating accident occurred. And uh, that thing is a serious, uh, serious piece of piece of uh, steel right there. And uh, the one who, who donated to us is a certified weapons weapons expert um she she does she works in the in the field and whatnot and probably one of the coolest people i know and i definitely don't want to piss her off because she she knows her way around just about every kind of weapon there is and it's terrifying uh, uh, yeah uh tim mcmaster uh also from your commonwealth uh said twenty dollars per ticket that's a bargain at twice the price and i would i would have to agree the fact that uh not everybody in this chat has already gone out to purchase one. Cause I posted the link in there gets for mayor.com slash gun hyphen rifle. Um, uh, Jacob blaze wants to know if that's being shipped anywhere. Uh, I believe that you told me yes. Yeah. Um, I'm 99.999% sure that since it's an upper, um, there really isn't going to be much of an issue with shipping it, but I do also know, even if even if there was some sort of issue, you can pretty much ship anything you want anywhere, even if you have to go through an FFL. I mean, worst case scenario, we can get it shipped to an FFL near you, federal federal firearms licensed dealer near you. So, like that's worst case scenario, and I'm pretty sure with with what it actually is, it's not even going to be an issue. And also as a libertarian, I don't care. I'll run that okay. shit myself. Let's go. Right. <laughs> On that shit, you know, we'll bring it. We'll bring it down. We'll bring that down. We'll trade it for Bitcoin and just, I don't know whatever libertarians like Dogecoin, Dogecoin, and and and, and weed. Um, yeah, Mountain Dew. I don't know. <laughs> Baja Blast from Taco Bell. Um. Uh, speaking of that, I have to go. <laughs> But yeah, uh, but yeah, everybody should get your tickets and make sure to buy a lot because uh, before we went on the air, uh, Matt said he would buy 100 tickets. So, uh, yes, I definitely said that I was going to buy 100 tickets. Um, yeah, so if you want a chance to win, you're going to have to try to compete with that, you know? 
Oh man, Tim McMaster says that if I win, he'll drive it to me personally, which is actually worth me attempting to win. Um, just so I can get Tim McMaster to drive down in the middle of a campaign to Florida. Yeah, and I'll even I'll even sweeten that deal a little bit. I will give Tim McMaster my jacket, which is probably a good handful of sizes too small. Yeah, I was going to say that's not going to fit Tim McMaster. Well, yeah, but you know, you ever see Chris Farley do fat guy in a little coat? I have. Like, yeah. You can pull that off for you. You know, it'd be that's that's worth another twenty forty bucks right there. That's actually Tim fair. McMaster do that. That's actually uh, fair. I will, I will pimp out Tim McMaster for this. Um, Chris Peterson asked if we can get a link for the rif- raffle. Uh, I put one in already. I posted it again there for you, Chris. Um, it is in there, getsformayor.com. That's the number four. Uh, and you can find it there yourself. Um, one of the more interesting things that you have going on in your campaign is uh, you have a plan for the 249th largest city in Pennsylvania to overtake a city that is much lower on the list. Yeah, they're, they're lower on every list, um, to be fair. Um, and yeah, um, you know, and I, once I'm elected, which, you know, it's not if I'm elected, obviously, obviously it's when it's when I'm elected or when I just storm the borough building, should I be, cheated out of a win but um i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the i know the mayor of strasburg very nice nice lady very very good mayor and you know we're just gonna make it simple like hey you you're you know you're not the mayor here anymore i am so we shouldn't even need to invade them i think if i just roll in with like a tank top on they see the guns out it ought to be it ought to be good enough but yeah we're gonna that's one of my campaign slogans is uh we're gonna make Stroudsburg East again. Um, make Stroudsburg East again. Um, yeah, you just roll up into Stroudsburg t-shirt, sun's out, guns out. Just Yeah, well, I might not even wear a shirt. I don't know, to be honest with you. I, to be honest with you, I was thinking about if I didn't want to, you know, take a bunch of shit from my entire campaign team and everyone I know, I was going to just be a jerk and, like, only wear this blazer with, like, no shirt underneath and see if anybody called me on it. But then I was like, everybody's going to roast me so hard. Well, that really depended on how Italian you really are. It's there's nothing good under here. <laughs> it's just, there's, there's, no, it's, I know everybody makes the joke, but if I had an OnlyFans, people would pay me to put more clothes on. <laughs> it's not good, I'll tell you. That, oh, uh, that's a good one from uh, Malik, I think it is. Dude, it's now skies out, thighs out. Oh, because we're going. I mean, we're are are we going back to the nineteen eighties booty shorts for guys? The the Kareem Abdul Jabbar. These are way too tall, and I'm afraid my testicles are going to fall out of the leg. I mean, I'm about half prepared for it right now. I got the golf shirt, the blazer, and I'm wearing gym shorts. So, you know, that's that's welcome to Zoom. You only have to be professional from the top up. From the top up. When I was going through the interview process for the job that I <laughs> that I have now, that's what like I was wearing. A, a nice nice shirt, tie, jacket, and then shorts or maybe a pair of jeans. I don't know. Like, it depended on the weather that day. And, you know, flip-flops, just trying to look very professional. I actually, in one of the interviews that I did, I had a whiteboard behind me. <laughs> and I wrote across the whiteboard on either side of my head, it was like H-I-R-E-M-E. So it said hire me <laughs> when they would read it. Um, I was trying to subliminally message them that they needed to hire me. Um, yeah, I, uh, I definitely can't lose my job once all this is over because I've really gotten used to the, uh, to the world being like from here up. Cause like, like, I know this isn't great, but it's the best I got. Man, and, you are you know, a beautiful man. I don't know why you continue to put yourself down like that. You are a gorgeous, gorgeous man. And Anybody who talks to you is just lucky to to have that interaction. I mean, you're right. Um, you would probably change your mind if you could see all several of my chins. Um, but that's why I got this bad boy, you know. So that's fair. I can't. Gotta, I can't like this. I shaved Sunday, so yeah. 
Jesus. Right. So I'm like, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt and say, oh, maybe he's got light hair. That's why. No, it's just. No, I'm like perpetually baby faced. Um, and <laughs> when when people see me and I've got like that Ethan Hawk from 1993 goatee going on, um, that's about a month worth of work right there. Uh, Holy crap. I've seen you with the goatee. So that's why I thought, oh, yeah, he could he could grow a beard. I didn't realize that. Yeah, this I shaved yesterday. You know, <laughs> this I just I woke up and I was like, it's like uh, you know Tim Allen in the, the the Santa Claus or whatever. I just wake up and I'm like, shit again, again, again. And I can't help it. <laughs> I was all smooth last night. Yeah, um, yeah. I um, I did my 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 dream was to be able to grow a beard one day in my life. And that is the only dream in my life I have given up on. Um, because I'm just like, that's never going to happen. Uh, I mean, if I, if I do ever shave, we can get somebody to make like a wig out of it. A, a, a face wig. A face wig. A, 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 a merkin for my face. <laughs> I think, I think... I I think I'm okay I think another on, on the face Merkin. Another good fundraiser would be that like between me, you and Spike for like a two hundred dollar campaign donation, if we can have a serious interview for more than three minutes. I God, that would cost, I don't think we can. I don't think we can. Uh, no, because and, it, like, and, and if we, we could, it would cost people so much money because we would have to really try for three whole minutes to be serious. It would. We would just have to be sitting here like this for three minutes, <laughs> just not speak. And then, like, like, a, like a, an alarm would go off and be like, "We can talk about hand jobs again." <laughs> if we start to, like it, <laughs> wait, wait until. 2024 if spike runs and then you know really start ramping up the hand job talk um <laughs> yeah um if, if spike runs again i'm gonna demand to be on the show again just so i can have a background that says like spike cohen 2024 a hand job is better than no job <laughs> you know that's, that's gonna be spike if that's not spike cohen if that's not his slogan, I'm not voting for him. I'll vote for whoever the hell the Greens run before I vote for Spike without that slogan. Yeah. I'll vote for Crazy Joe and his half sentences or whatever. Uh, Liberty, uh, Liberty Shamrocker uh, says it's a toss-up whether it would be me or you as the weakest link in the being serious for three minutes bet. Between me, or, me and you? Yeah. Oh, well, oh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, because Spike could prob Spike could pull it off because he's a statist. But oh, yeah, I wonder which one. We're, yeah, we're gonna have to figure that out one day. I can't imagine. Like, what? I never thought I would hear somebody call Spike Cohen a statist. <laughs> I mean, I never thought somebody would bring up hand jobs thirty seconds into one of my interviews. But here we are. It's a night of first. Yeah, like, that's fair. Tell you that. <laughs> that's absolutely <laughs> fair. I, I kind of wish it had happened like during the the muddied waters interview, just to like see the look of utter disappointment on his on Spike's face. But like, he probably would have just laughed and be like, "I don't know why I talk to anyone <laughs> anymore." Like I'm just I, have, I have no idea why I continue doing this show. Um, <laughs> but man, we kind of busted through everything, so we just get to. So you have a population of 10,333 in your city. Don't know if you knew that. I learned that today. Yeah, well, you know, it's about to go up by a little bit, you know, once we take Stroudsburg. Um, you know, we're <laughs> then, not going to stop there. You know? Then it's going to go take... up by 5,029. Yeah, so, you know, and that they're, they're half of us. What are they going to do? They're going to stop us? No, no. they're not going to stop us. No. I mean, you know, I can go back to that. It's not like Afghanistan my... was able to hold off the United States military for 20 years. Um, well, yeah, but that was just one time. It's not like Vietnam was able. Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, never mind. We'll just it's We're not just important. Skip but all of that. There's no there's no rice patties in Stroudsburg. So we're all right. Tim McMaster says that your new uh, slogan should be gets for mayor hand jobs and Merkins for all. 
I think it's cute that Tim McMaster thinks that's not already my slogan. So. <laughs> I, I just don't know how to feel about anything that's happening right now. I, 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 think, I think I just lost the election. I personally can't wait to find this on your website tomorrow. Um. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to have to. Uh, yeah, Michelle's probably watching this. Michelle, I hope you know how to edit videos really well. <laughs> really well. We can use about 48 seconds of this. Right. I do, I do like have to 40. say, um, whoever your graphics department is. Um, it's Michelle. That's Michelle. She does much better work on graphics than I do. Michelle's freaking outstanding. Uh, yeah, she, she did the website. She took the, uh, the photos on my website. She made me look like a, a well-adjusted adult who didn't just roll out of bed and make a drink. Who is wielding you know? axes at parking meters. Well, okay. To be fair, that was like a log splitting axe, and they're not as sharp. So, like, it's, it was sketchy. I was like, "Hey, you need to take these photos fast because this is definitely not good." <laughs> because, of course, I got the photo where I'm trying to break into the municipal building, and I'm right. like, "I, this would be a great press release for the campaign if I can just get arrested taking photos breaking into the municipal the municipal building or trying to do destruction to city property." Yeah, well, if the cops came while I was just taking a picture of it, then I probably would have actually started trying to rip them down because if you're going to go to jail, then... You may as well do it. Yeah, we, go for the felony, baby. We had a guy here in Pinellas County, um, and he was running for sheriff. And instead of buying signs, what he did was he did um, environmentally friendly signs or clean signs is what he called them. And he would uh, power wash his logo and his name and it was like oh. Mick Linus for uh, sheriff, for county sheriff, into the, all the sidewalks onto like the. That's brilliant. It was so brilliant. And he started getting in trouble for it. And he was like, I'm just cleaning up, really. I'm not doing anything illegal. And they couldn't get him on anything. So they started power washing his, uh, his, his clean signs off, but they would only wash off that section. So it would be like dirty, clean dirty clean it was like every other block was every other sidewalk block was uh completely spotless leave it to the government to get mad at you for making things cleaner for making it slightly cleaner than it already was how dare you do this on government property (laughs) government property should be filthy and disgusting just like the government it's How, not like we take your taxes for this show. Oh, wait. Oh. Yeah, that's actually part of what we take them for, is to clean up yeah. this mess and not pay no, our friends. Now so, we just we just take it for, like, pensions and cocaine. Right. <laughs> wait, actually, that's the, that's the Libertarian Party slogan, I think. Well, just cocaine. Just cocaine, yeah. Um... <laughs> That's also uh, Tallahassee's slogan in the 70s, um, if you throw in prostitutes. Um, <laughs> Wait, just the 70s? I thought it still was. It probably is. Uh, but back, <laughs> I found out recently that back in the 70s, um, they had trailers behind the Capitol building in Tallahassee where, where people in the House and the Senate would take their favorite sex worker and uh that's where they would meet them and then they would give them money and they would just go back to their homes in tallahassee i want to make fun of that but also also respect it i'm not yeah like Like, well i guess as long as they weren't using taxpayer money for it like i don't know that's the only thing I I I, i mean if they were using their government salary it is taxpayer money um yeah. All right. Well, that's like the one thing where they're, they'd be like, yeah, we use your taxpayer money for this. I'd be like, all right. Well, I mean, shit, I guess it's better. Though. Like, I'd rather you use it up for that than like dropping bombs on Afghanistan or something. So, whatever. Fair. Like, to- you know, to- totally on board. Sex work is real work. And I think that, um, you know, you should be able to make money however you want to, as long as you're not hurting somebody else. But if a government official is going to lock me up for uh, hiring you, he should also get locked up. 
hey, you know, if yeah, you know, hey, if, if hookers and blow is what's going to save lives overseas, then I think we all need to just take one for the team. Exactly. <laughs> hookers and blow save lives overseas. Um, Gets for mayor. <laughs> That is 100. Like, if I ever run for anything, um, that's going to be my <laughs> that's going to be my campaign slogan. Uh, you are planning on I did forget to write this down, but you're planning on decriminalizing marijuana in East Stroudsburg. Oh yeah, yeah, we are. Um, which <laughs> I say that, and then people look at my face and they're like, I totally understand why. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't actually, I don't even, uh, I don't even partake. And they're like. Okay. Okay. Little, yeah. And I'm like, sure. no, I'm serious. Like, I don't. It's just, you know, the, the the usual libertarian reason of why the hell are we putting people in jail for this? Like, it's it's insane. Um, but yeah, we'd like to. I'd like to try to get that across, and then try to get uh, get the other get other cities and and boroughs and townships in the areas to to start working on it. And then maybe like at some point the state will figure it out but i don't have i'm probably not gonna hold my breath on that one yeah i wouldn't um they get a lot of funding from uh people in philadelphia and pittsburgh who are on probation um so not thinking that's happening anytime soon uh because they need some other way to not pay for public schools um which is why you should vote for joe Solosky. And Tim McMaster. And Tim McMaster. When he's in the state Senate, he's making legalization a priority. That's right. Tim McMaster. Tim McMaster is um, one of the coolest guests we've ever had on our show. Like the a former, the goat farming former wrestler is like one of the most interesting people I've ever met. Like Right. Who, who like works in IT and hates it, but knows how to build things that aren't exactly... Yeah, right. <laughs> Tim, Tim yeah, I'm pretty, the more he talked, I was just like, I, I, I want to move to Pennsylvania now. I don't even care about that. I hate everything about that Commonwealth. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the more he talked, the more I'm like, I feel like you're actually eight different people stitched together. And I'm very confused, but he, at least all eight people are awesome. He has dissociative identity disorder, and there's like seven of them in there. And he's just like, well, no, I'm just going to accept all of them, and we're just going to run this together. Vote for Tim McMaster. <laughs> you get eight people in one. Um, <laughs> yeah, metal drummer. Forgot about metal drummer. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. We get it, Tim. You're cooler than me. God. <laughs> this is my interview. Jesus. <laughs> Ridiculous. Every if, time, every time. I, my if you can call this an awful. interview, you're being real generous. This is my, I don't know, drunken bar conversation. Right. I, <laughs> this the, is my shit show. <laughs> with a guy who doesn't drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, that sometimes you got to party enough for two people. And right. That's what I'm here for. And I'm here to party. You know? Um. <laughs> We actually that's some delicious mud water. That it, it is. Well, this isn't mud water. This is kava. It looks a lot like it though. Mud water is a fantastic coffee alternative that will wake you up. This is kava, which looks like mud water, and how we got our name. But it is not <laughs> mud water. This is kava from the fantastic people at siestacava.com. Um. <laughs> Yes, I am also drinking mud water, <clears throat> except it's rum and coke. Right. But that's not. God, it's the type of mud water, I really. think. Kind of, yeah. Um, if you drink enough, you'll, you'll. If you drink enough, you'll wake up in mud. Just pass out in a ditch. That. <laughs> that is exceptionally fair, I, man. I knew that when you were going to come on, this interview was going to go off the rails. I did not expect it that early, and from me, but. Um, <laughs> I think I was so. Min- does it really? Does it really count as going off the rails if it just starts off the rails and then never gets back on? No. Does yeah, you kind of just like we just ne- kind of like off roading, you know? Right. Like, we never went off it. the rails. We just never were on them. Yeah, we were 
this was an off-road interview, and I and I like that. Um, hey, this, this is good. This is good. This, you know, this helps us both grow our you know our interview and interviewee skills. You know, this is good for everybody involved, uh, other than the listeners. But you know, who cares about? I don't know. I think the listeners are actually enjoying this one more than most of my others. Uh, well, they they all require serious medical help, then probably. But um, I think they're all just into yeah. hand jobs and cocaine. But I mean, that doesn't make them bad people. You know? No, <laughs> no, that just makes them American. That just makes them libertarian as hell. Uh, <laughs> How libertarian are you? I'm into hand jobs and cocaine. Yeah, when you guys start the episode next week, I want you to just really hammer that question on Spike. Very first thing, be like, we need, we have a question for you before we start, and if he doesn't answer, just walk off. Walk off on him again? I've done that on so many shows where I just got up and left. Yeah, just leave. Just, just leave. Um... We, the people need answers, you know? It's important. Uh, uh, Natalie Trump, the uh, Eskimo libertarian, says she's getting excellent campaign ideas. And, you know, really, as long as we are educating at least one person, that's all that truly matters uh, with these episodes. That's, that's what I always tell people. You're going to learn a lot from me. Um, you know, maybe not, like, directly. You might look at me and go, wow, I'm going to not do that shit. But you're still going to learn one way or another. Right. Um, Bonnie says, let's make a T-shirt, and I will 100% wear that shirt if you make a shirt that says Joel Getz, hookers and cocaine. I mean... I will wear that on multiple episodes of the Muddied Waters of Freedom or this show. I I don't know if I'll wear it at Eastburg, but I'll wear it... I think I might have to wait until after November for that. <laughs> it's going to make a great campaign souvenir. I'll tell you that much. I, I might, I might wear that to like, I don't know, like interview. But you should be like, oh, what are your strengths? Right here on my shirt, baby. You should make one that says, um, eliminate yard sale permits and uh, get rid of parking meters, and then underneath it, really small. You misspelled hookers and cocaine. <laughs> gets for me yeah we, we started this thing at work wherever like whenever we say something just blatantly outrageous to get each other to laugh or tell some horrible joke we just end it with gets for mayor <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's turned into quite the fun game but yeah we'll just tell some horrific joke and I'm like gets for mayor gets for mayor this entire like you shouldn't say that. I'm like I know. <laughs> this entire episode gets for mayor. They started out talking. They started out talking about hand jobs behind Waffle House, and they ended up with hookers and cocaine. Well, I mean, if your show is sponsored by Waffle House, I don't know what you expect to happen. But <laughs> Waffle House caucus anyway. I mean, like that's it. Just is what it is. Like this is what the people want. This is what the people get. Right, I don't, I, I, and I feel as though the CEO of Waffle House is not sitting there watching the show right now, thinking that's not our target demographic. He's going, yeah, no, no, sure. Yeah, I don't think we're like, I don't think we're changing. I don't think we're hurting their brand identity. I think we've just described <laughs> their brand identity. Like, like if if you breathe too hard through your nose in a Waffle House, you're ingesting cocaine. Like. Right. It's just, <laughs> You're at least it is what it is. you're ingesting something, um, whether whether and possibly it's, hooker, right? Whether it's cocaine or uh, stripper residue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is good practice for my radio interview next week. I uh, I can't wait to hear that one. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to be a lot different. Yeah, I would, I, I would uh, imagine I, that it's going to be completely different from this one. Um, I, I, I told you before this show started, I was excited because I knew we were going to have fun. <laughs> and now I regret that. But <laughs> I, I knew we would have fun. I didn't think we might get taken off of Facebook. <laughs> 
never even taken off once, and I don't even know why. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still I still haven't been banned by Facebook because I'm not a real libertarian. But yeah, I got when I got banned, uh, I didn't even do anything. They didn't tell me why. I was just gone. I had gotten one suspension like six years beforehand for 24 hours, <laughs> and then I woke up one day, it's just gone. My. <laughs> my my wonderful girlfriend, superfan Sarah Anderegg, comes in and she puts coffee down. Like, I'm waking up and she puts coffee down. And she's like, here, I made you breakfast. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> Why did you let me sleep until 11 o'clock in the afternoon and now you're bringing me... Is it my birthday? Did I sleep a lot? And she was like, so I have some bad news. Oh, yeah. like, okay. And she your Facebook got deleted. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was a good breakfast, though. The coffee was good. That's amazing. And that's why we have the MeWe group, where you can chat with us live. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. Whew. So um, that's pretty much all the time we have. <laughs> So uh, I feel like we hit some we hit some important topics. We did. You know, I, I think we did we did good. It, it, we, we didn't have all of our time taken up by you know creepy singing voices or whatever the hell that mixtape song was. <laughs> Holy shit! I still I still like have nightmares of that. I, I I think I'm pretty sure everybody stopped looking for it after that because they were like, oh, I, d- I don't want to hear any more of this. Um, yeah. We, we, <laughs> We should all be making sure, like, a child doesn't actually find this by accident or something. This is not good. <laughs> um, so, uh, getsformayor.com? Yes, sir. The number four, mayor.com. G-E-T-Z for mayor.com. Uh, and while you are there, you can spend $20 per raffle ticket to get an AR-15. I don't have that it pulled up anymore. Um <laughs> It's a beautiful, professionally made AR-15 upper, and uh, buy as many raffle tickets as you want. Yep. Obviously, the more you buy, the better your chance of winning, and you have to try to defeat uh, Matt Wright, who said he would buy 100. <laughs> 100 tickets. Um, and at GetsForMayor.com, you can also donate to the Joel Gets for Mayor campaign, um, which, if you're going to give him 20 bucks, buy the raffle ticket. If you want to give him uh, ten bucks, you cheap bastards, uh, just give him ten bucks. But spend the twenty and get the raffle ticket, and maybe you get something out of this. Yeah, yeah, and oh, and by the way, there are second and third place prizes of a, uh, a tactical knife and a, uh, a survival slash camping kit that has some assorted wilderness goodies in it. Excellent. I've got multiple friends that will probably be rooting for third place now. Um, if the camping gear is third place, I don't even know. Um, well, Joel, I don't either. Uh, Joel, thank you so much for coming on. Um, I really, really hope that East Stroudsburg gains 5,033 people in a few months. Um, so that way you will have been crowned victor of your race. <laughs> I hope so. Thank you so much for having me on, and uh, I just got to figure out a way to weasel back into your shows again. Yeah, no, I'm certain that I will have you on uh, before your election. Um, If you want to hang out for a little bit, I'm going to close this thing out, and I will talk to you in just a moment. Sounds good. Oh, look, there's Joe Solosky again. Um, Uh To everybody else, (laughs) thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Next week, make sure I'm on the right week, next week... We have a huge week of muddied waters planned, I think. Uh, well, actually, this weekend, Spike is going to be in Tennessee uh, doing some work with Brent DeRitter um, and his group. Uh, so if I think they're going to be in the Nashville area. So if you're around that area, uh, look them up, find out where they're going to be, swing in, say what's up, and uh, do some good work. Next week on the Muddied Waters of Freedom, Tuesday night, 8-ish, allegedly, uh, we have Chris Manning. Uh, coming on, running in a special election in New Mexico for Congressional District 1. Um, Somebody said, unless Spike goes to Ohio again, which he's not. He's going to Tennessee, which 
as a former resident of that state, is a much better state. Um, but yes, we have Chris Manning next Tuesday, 8 o'clock. Um, and then on the 12th, on My Fellow Americans, Spike has Professor Courtney Cahill, who is going to be discussing the anti-trans laws being proposed um, and why now and what is driving them. And then next Thursday, right here on the writer's block, I don't know. You are going to have to tune in to find out who it's going to be because that is how big of a guest this is. Uh, So tune in all next week. If you're in the Tennessee area of the United States, swing in to... Sorry, Joel is walking around in his jacket and polo shirt and basketball shorts, and it's absolutely hilarious. Um, If you're in in the Tennessee area of the United States, swing by. Find Spike Cohen this weekend. Tell him I said hi. Um, And then tune in next Tuesday for a brand new episode of The Muddied Waters of Freedom. Uh, Thank you all very much for tuning in. Um, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it week in and week out. Uh, Keep up all the good work you're doing for Muddied Waters Media, for the Writer's Block. I am Matt Wright, and you are perfect just the way you are. I am... I am swinging from a seven-story window, throwing parties and... Yeah.